Jude 20 to 23, New King James Version. But you, beloved, building yourselves up on your most holy faith, praying in the Holy Spirit, keep yourselves in the love of God, look for the mercy of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life, and on some have compassion, making a distinction, but others save with fear pulling them out of the fire, hating even the garments defiled by the flesh. Hello everyone, welcome to the Echo My Podcast. It's your host, Dara. Hi guys. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in again this week. So just a continuation of what we talked about last week, we began to look at seven, seven things that we as believers are supposed to do to maintain our life with God, how we are supposed to conduct ourselves differently in a world you know that is full of so much filth and we looked at two last week we looked at building yourselves up on your most holy faith and we looked at praying in the holy spirit so today we are going to look at keep yourselves in the love of god that's the third one initially when i was preparing i thought that i would be able to do two or at least three but when i started preparing i realized that oh if i do two this episode is going to be so long and i I didn't want that so we're just going to do one keep yourselves in the love of god and i would just want us to read quickly from matthew chapter 24 verse 11 and that was jesus speaking where he was talking about that in these last times that lawlessness will abound and that the love of many will wax cold very popular scripture when i read these words i initially thought that the love of many here the love there was like the human type of love i you know like you know friend love like no 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 but that's not the kind of love the word love there is agape love and is the love of christ the jesus kind of love the god kind of love and it's telling us that in the last days that because of there will be an increase in lawlessness and unrighteousness that the love of many that is believers will grow cold believers will you know wax cold in their love for god in this time so i just want to you know bring a number of things to our attention that we can do to keep our love tank really really high in this time and to ensure that you know you're doing the right things and keeping yourselves in the love of god as we await the coming of our lord jesus if you read from and i'll be using um first corinthians 13 and I would like to do that in the Passion Translation. I, I love the way Passion Translation puts a number of words. If you go to 1 Corinthians 13, very popular with anything about love, you will notice that you know the proof of, your, of being kept in God's love is not going to be by being able to speak in tongues. It's not going to be able to be, it's not even going to be by how much, um, how much you're able to quote the Bible, you know, verse by verse from genesis to revelation and it's not even going to be by even being a charitable person it's not going to be because you're a philanthropist or you know you're doing any of those charitable things but it's going to be by it's going to be marked by a number of things and i want us to look at the first one there are actually about eight of them if i'm not wrong and i'll just begin to read from first corinthians 13 from verse 4 to 8 and I will do that in the Passion Translation. So the first thing, 
it tells us that love is large and incredibly patient (laughs) this kind of love that is not just patient incredibly patient so you see that you know it's the kind of love that we are expected to possess in this time is a patient kind of love patient with a long rope like you know some people from my country would say so it's going to be being incredibly patient even in difficult relationships because people will test your limits because the love of many will wax cold because unrighteousness rather is on the increase so the people that could affect your life and you know test the limits of your patience could be your child especially if it's a toddler it could be your spouse it could be family members it could be a colleague at work it could be a friend it could be anyone so you should also watch out for that the kind of love that we are called into is a kind of love that gives grace to people it doesn't cancel people it doesn't you know trash it doesn't cancel them and trash them in the bin it's a love that is incredibly patient and big large kind of love is the kind of love that you're expected to possess that there's plenty of room in your heart to accommodate being even mistreated and you're not going to react with hatred so that kind of love is not easy to get so the second love um characteristic characteristics (laughs) what was so hard to pronounce The, the second one is love is gentle and consistently kind to all all is all a l l no exceptions you're expected to be kind you're expected to be gentle to everyone even those who are under you and it doesn't now mean oh if you're in a, per- you're a person of authority or you have some level of privilege over someone that you begin to mistreat them no in these times you are expected to have gentleness and to be kind to everyone i want us to look at ephesians chapter 6 and if you begin to read from verse 1 till you know a few verses down it tells us you know how we as christians should conduct ourselves it talks about how children should respond how fathers should respond how workers should respond to each other and all that so i want to look at one thing First, he's talking about children. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is the right thing to do. And you know, you know, and he goes on and and that he tells us that oh, that this is the first commandment with a promise. We are very familiar with that verse. But children are expected to obey. So in a situation where your child doesn't obey you, what would your reaction be? Will you be a harsh parent? Will you, you know, begin to maltreat them? or begin to use the parent card on them or oh, i carried you for nine months will you begin to make unrealistic demands of your children because of your parental position and even as fathers what do you do do you provoke your child to anger because you're a disciplinarian or something of that nature or the way to go about this like the bible tells us is to treat them with love and gentleness I know that's going to be hard. That's why I keep telling you that keeping yourselves in the love of God is not something that it comes natural to us because it's going to be expected of us in these times where, you know, there's so much lawlessness, 
there's so much betrayal there's hatred everywhere you expect them to still act kindly which is hard and that is only something that god can do for you to show you the extent of how wicked people can be even to their parents i you know came across a video one time of a lady who was maltreating her aged mom it was so heartbreaking to watch <laughs> or is it even the time that i came across the news of a father who had gotten so angry with his newborn daughter that she was crying so much and i don't know maybe he beat her up or something but her arm got dislocated and it was really bad and by the time they got to the hospital her hand had to be amputated so you see the extent of how lawlessness how patience is thinning out by the day you need the love of god to keep you going kindness to everyone guys and at the same time being gentle with your kindness children and adults equally we are not better than anyone else in any regard we are equally loved in god's eyes so we must be careful to obey god and there is equally a charge to you know masters and employees alike you know if you're you know in charge over a group of people you're still expected to treat them with love you're still expected to treat them with kindness you know and you can find out that in ephesians chapter 6 if you read from verse 1 to 9 so let's go back to um first corinthians 13 my daughter is here she's kicking my my hand so i'll just ignore her and continue <laughs> don't worry me. so the third one we are looking at now is that love refuses to be jealous when blessings come to someone else and this is something that i feel like some of us struggle with i struggled with it for so long i didn't even know how bad it was until you know people who were close to me or if i heard a good news about someone even if i had congratulated the person in my mind i'll be like well this person i don't think this person deserved this blessing and it was a bad place to be nobody should be like that so you should not you know ever have those kind of you know jealousy in your heart when you see someone blessed and the way that the holy spirit helped me to deal with this was you know i think i became worried about it and i began to pray about it and he led me to philippians chapter 1 from verse 3 to 4 and i'll read that in the new king james version and paul began began by saying i thank my god upon every remembrance of you every time i pray for you i do it with joy so what the holy spirit told me in that time whenever thoughts of those people come across your mind or you remember their names or you they just you know flash in your memory i want you to thank god for them so i began to pray for them and i wasn't just praying you know like complaining kind of prayers i was praying for them with joy so that's one way that the holy spirit helped me to deal with that and i equally have to keep my heart in check to ensure that at any point i'm not harboring any you know evil thoughts or any negativity towards anybody so it's important that if you're dealing with that if you find yourself you know being jealous when you're someone that is close to you gets blessed or someone distant or whatever you become jealous you need to get all those things in check with the help of the holy spirit as well so we can see that the subject of you know keeping yourselves in the love of god is it's kind of it's kind of broad <laughs> it's a very broad subject so the fourth way that you know you can practically you know exhibit this love and puts a lot of things in check 
is the fourth one and it says love does not brag about one's achievement nor inflate its own importance in this period where you know right we live in an age rather where you know there's a lot of you know so showing on social media sort of display everybody's showing their lives their achievements and which is not necessarily a bad thing but the question is what's the motive for why you're showing people your house your car your kids are you trying to you know let someone out there in your mind eyes you know see that you're living well or that you, you know you have your your life is you know seemingly better than that of others so in that kind of situation where you're living you know to show someone or to show people or to give an impression that your life is better you are not in the love of god you are not in the love of god and we really need to be careful now don't get me wrong i'm not saying that there's anything wrong with showing off you know certain things that you have you know if you're doing it from a place of gratitude that's fine but if you're you're showing off the things that you have the things that god has blessed you with in a way to make someone else feel less then we need to check that to show that that person is not living in the love of god now the fifth one is love does not traffic in shame and disrespect nor selflessly selfishly look seek his own honor and what that just means is that i'm just going to read that in the plain english version and it says if we love people we will not be rude to them or shame them if we love people we will think about what they want not just what we want for ourselves if we love people we will not be get angry with them quickly and we will not keep on remembering the bad things they did to us in summary love is not condescending on people love is not selfish it doesn't keep record of wrongs it doesn't you know say things like oh yeah you annoyed me in 2018 and even if you've apologized or maybe you haven't even apologized i've not forgotten i'm going to pay you back with time because revenge is best served cold all those kind of thoughts you cannot entertain them you cannot even carry those kind of things out if you want to keep yourself in the love of god those foolish thoughts and ideas in our minds that the enemy is putting you cannot ask them out we need to keep understanding or you know always have it at the back of our mind that people will step on you that's what is expected in the world today um at a place in my life where i'm not really shocked at certain things or certain people when you know someone behaves a certain way i just know well it's just human nature so i understand and i'm willing to give grace knowing that these things are expected because again nobody is perfect so you see that keeping yourselves in the love of god is not is not as easy as it sounds it's easier said than done but when we get to the point of actually practically practically doing them it becomes a problem so let's look at the sixth one and it tells us that if you love people you will not be happy when bad things happen instead you will be happy when things happen that are right and true we will not say things like oh that serves them right we will not say yes they deserve all the bad things that are happening in their life we will definitely not rejoice when bad things happen to them these are practical practical ways that we can keep ourselves in the love of god because it's easier to just come and say oh keep yourselves in the love of god but we need to ask ourselves what does that even mean how am i able to do that every day in my life so these are the things i'm trying to you know 
make as plain as, as possible so that we'll put all those things in order because things again are not going to get better when it comes to human beings. So another one says, verse the seventh one says, Love is a safe place of shelter, for it never stops believing the best for others. Love never takes failure as defeat, for it never gives up. And that's you know something that we need to always ensure that we have in check. Love is a good place. Love is like a cover. King James Version says that love covers a multitude of sins. So if you love someone, you will cover up for them. You won't trash them. You won't talk ill about them in public. You won't, you know, strip them naked, you know, before people and, you know, wash their dirty linen in public. You would cover them. That is what love does. I really respect people, for instance, who, you know, probably, um, you know, end the marriage and, you know, they, they decide to, you know, keep the issues to themselves and not, you know, trash each other, trash each other out in public. That's defining keeping yourself in the love of God. So love is a cover. Love never stops believing the best for others. Love never gives up. And that's one of the things that we equally need to keep in check. I want to read First Peter chapter 4, verse 8 in the plain English version. Bear with me, guys. I'm rolling out a number of scriptures here. And it says, and this is the most important thing you've got to do. You've got to keep on loving each other very much. Even if someone does something bad to you, you have to love them and be good to them anyway. And don't do pay back to them. You see, this kind of love will require you to be even the fool. Most In most situations, you know that you've been wronged, but you're going to be the fool. So allow the love of Christ to prevail. When I started, you know, preparing for this, like I said before, I wasn't expecting things to be this deep and practical. But hey, guys, that's the love of Christ. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that, you know, the love of Christ requires you to stay in a toxic situation. But instead, it requires that even if you keep your distance for your safety and your general well-being, that you don't harbor any evil or resentment towards the person or people who have hurt you. And if I'm being honest, this kind of love is really hard to do naturally. It's only the love of God that has been shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit that can help us to live like this. So a believer who doesn't have a relationship with the Holy Spirit will struggle to keep him or herself in the love of God. The Holy Spirit is the only one who is capable of helping us live in the way that is acceptable to God. That's why even the first two things that we talked about last week, that is building yourselves up on your most holy faith and praying in the Holy Spirit can only be accomplished by the same Holy Spirit. It's impossible to love people without the person of the Holy Spirit. It is so hard. It's it's impossible to do. And it's, it's something that he is always so present to keep us in check. He, sometimes he will tell you, keep quiet. Sometimes he will tell you, let it go, even if it's painful. Sometimes he might even tell you to give something to someone who has hurt you. He might ask you to help out you know letting go of your natural you know inclinations and responding with the help of the holy spirit so it's only him that can help us keep ourselves in the love of god he's in your spirit just allow him give him room to express himself to help you to not hurt someone that has hurt you 
because like they said like they say hurt people hurt other people so don't live like that if you're going to conduct yourself properly in these times you need to keep yourselves in the love of god and let it not just be oh i know what keep yourselves you know in keep yourself in the love of god means but you know practically living that out every day so i'm just going to stop here and pray and say thank you holy spirit thank you for your presence thank you for your support thank you for your guide thank you for your help thank you for every time that you have helped me act in love thank you for every time you have helped everyone thank you for being patient with us every time that we've disobeyed you thank you for being graceful towards us we ask you holy spirit to help us to continue continually keep ourselves in the love of jesus in jesus name amen so that's it from me guys i know there were a number of scriptures i'm just going to put them you know where the caption is if that's what it's called so if you need to access them and study more further for it you can do that yeah so that's it guys thank you and hopefully next week we will talk about the remaining four um, things that we need to do to maintain our lives with god so yeah that's it from me bye guys thank you god bless you